We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. So really, you guys aren't getting anything for your dads for Father's Day? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm making something. Right. I'm making uh, I mean, something. I at least have that. Uh, here's what I'll, I'll find a gift card. It's like going to be a last minute thing. I know. I always do. My And my dad's appreciative. My dad also is like, he gets angry when you get him gifts. He's like, I just want you to be here and give me a hug. Like, oh, get out of here. That's I such know. bullshit. Come Dad's on. Dad's say that shit and Stop it's a lie. Stop lying to me. Like, it's yeah, a lie. Exactly. Like, What's he, the thing that you want to buy, but you're yeah. not going to buy? Like, tell me what My that dad is. would always do this whole, like... I can take it. He would always be like, I don't, I've got everything I could possibly want right here. And then yeah. Christmas Day would roll in and he wouldn't get anything. He'd be like, yeah, well, the things that I wanted are too expensive. And it's like, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you could have said something. We could have worked something out. Listen, man, we all have jobs and we'll... Most of us have jobs, jobs here. <laughs> yeah. You got a job. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like, dude, I would do the same thing if my dad ever asked for a gift like that in, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, but it, it's been the same way. Like, my dad just likes to give a lot. Right, like, yeah. He gives big gifts, but giving him a gift, you're like, what do you want? He's like, I don't really want anything. So it's like, you know. Yeah. That's why, like, I, ju- I just pay attention to what he really likes, and we connect on movies. So it's like, you know, he really likes The Matrix. So you guys you guys know that. I, I drew yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Matrix comic strip thing. Yeah. And then um, I'm going to do maybe the same idea. Maybe I make him another comic strip. But I'm thinking about making, like, a custom movie poster but for for They Live. Parents love when you make them shit. Like, if I were to paint my dad a painting, he would love it, obviously. That's true. I mean, But yeah. I'm not going to paint my dad a painting. That that is one of the best things about becoming an artist is like, yeah. you. It's also one of the worst things too because that's exactly what just happened before. Yeah. Whenever it dawned on me that I have to, you know, I'm making yeah. a Father's Day gift and we're making Nick B a gift too, which yeah. like I would, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm stoked for, and I'm also making Nick C's painting and yes. apparently Joey. And apparently, I'm also working on list. a jacket for Joe. I know I have yeah, a Joe. list Dog. of stuff that I'm doing. It's a list. You need to manage your time. That's here, pal. the list right there. That's it. Yeah. Hey. And now I have only weekends to work on. So will they get done? I don't know. I can't wait to get my Christmas present <laughs> painting. Fuck. For sure. No, it's not gonna happen. What month is it? June. I'm gonna have it. It's done. almost July, man. I'm gonna have it done, guaranteed by the end of July, guaranteed. I'm gonna say that right now on the pod. You can you can hold me to that. All right, episode done, 45, guaranteed. I believe this is. Matt confirms I will have a painting by the end of July. By the end. By of the July. end of yes. July. Okay. Okay. But, I'm not going to wait till last minute, I promise. I'm just going to... Famous last words. Do you still have July 21st off? We do have to confirm that. Did you Did you bring that up yet? Shit. What Who did you have to bring it up that? to? He's got to bring it up to, to his training manager. Uh, which and then is... 
Uh, well, you're <laughs> redacted. Yeah, uh, we'll yeah. talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure we get it because we used to have to do that. I just thought about that. You started your new job. That's it. I got I, I got the time off. Yeah, we can talk about it later. You'll be, as as long as, yeah. We'll make it work. Exactly. Just, yeah, we I don't do, need I, to bore our listeners with work talk. Although, no. just to be fun, just because I think it's hilarious at this point, and I do intend to make Matt's life a living hell, I'm now Matt's boss. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This well, podcast welcome. might get real tense. Yeah, it's like, I'm gonna fire him on the air. On the fucking air. Shut up, shut your filthy mouth hourly. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Oh, man. I'm just the amount of times I make plea. that joke, Molly, is like, I swear to God, if I hear that stupid <laughs> joke I one more time. I swear to God. Hourly. And I'm like, it's a funny joke. I can't help it that it's fucking hilarious. Bro, it's fucking funny. And also, like, we met each other in, in custodial. Yeah. So, like, it's just funny to, like, I left, and then when I come back, Nick, Nick was my boss now. Yeah, it's right? like, what the fuck? That's I was crazy. I was trying to be your boss when we were in custodial, and that was like, oh my god, like pulling paint off a wall chip by chip <laughs> took fucking forever, bro. Yeah, it took forever. They would not give you anything in, in that department, and you were you were so willing. You're like, bro, give me give me whatever you want, throw whatever you want. I'm just looking for for more money, more responsibility equals more money. And then it, like they had me running shit during bro, the summers, man. I was bro. driving people all over yeah. campus, doing crazy shit, not getting paid a cent more, yeah, like, at all. And I, I was know. just like, what the fuck? Right? It was chaos. We're still talking so about work. We're, yeah, we're not going to bore the listeners bore with listeners work, work, but this is what happened. Anyways, I bought my dad a bunch of fishing stuff for Father's Day. Really? <laughs> Does he love fishing? He's a big, big ocean fishing guy. So I, it was hilarious. He, I hit him up and I was like, what do you, like, what do you want for Father's Day? Like, what are you looking for? And he's like, I'll send you a list. And I was like, oh, all right. Dad normally doesn't send a list. And my dad's gotten like kind of tech savvy with Amazon where he'll make a list and then he sends me the list, and, and then he'll text me, I have sent you the list, and I'm like, got it, loud and clear. <laughs> Thank you. And so he sends me this list with a bunch of lures on it. It's like, it's not that much money. I'm like, I'm just going to buy all these. Like, yeah, I'm no gonna, problem. I'm, I'm going to buy the whole thing. And right and before I do it, he calls me, and he's like, hey, man, I feel, like, really bad about that. Like, you should split these with your brother. And I was like, it's like 80 bucks. It's yeah. Like, this is not the not end of the, the world. Money, yeah. I could definitely, I could definitely swing this, I'm man. I'm salary now. Yeah, man. right? Come on, man. And you might... You're my dad. You're my father. Yeah. You're my pops. Right? Yeah. On Father's Day. Like, I'm getting want, the lures. You want these lures? You got the lures, <laughs> You man. want the lures? Yeah. So, I, so, I, yeah, I, I bought I them. It. I ended up buying them um, yesterday through Amazon. And Amazon's shipping is, like, totally fucked for oh. Father's Day. Oh, God. And so, like... Literally, I, I think I bought him like seven lures, and he's gonna get one a day for the next week. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's, that's actually kind of kind of hilarious. First day of Father's Day, my son said to me, <laughs> <laughs> "I don't even know <laughs> what the fuck I bought him." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Wait, are you pulling it up right now? I am pulling it up. I what did I buy it. him? Right. I want to see it. <laughs> Lures and like pole and rods, probably. They're not fishing poles. An Acme Castmaster lure with a bucktail teaser and single hook. I bought him one of those. Okay. Um, a lure. I bought a. What is this? The hell is this? What is it? Uh, high strength fishing clips. Oh. Okay. I bought him a bunch of those, apparently. Oh. Um, fishing clips. Fishing clips. I wonder what that's for. Do you like? Yeah, that's what you, I don't do know. Do you like clip the bait a, to the hook? A sit, a a sinking twitch bait. Oh, a sinking twitch bait. An S three sinking twitch bait. Bait. Excuse me. That's the nicer one. <laughs> I think what that is is like a weighted bait, and it probably just like 
shakes in the water. That's and my like that's all of them. No, and that's just not. the way it looks. And then no. last but not least, I feel like that's just what a bait. Is. Colorful fishing lures for Spanish mackerel. <laughs> a and a partridge and a pear tree. Wait. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wait, what there... a day. <laughs> Is that what he's fishing for? Spanish mackerel? I have I'm no idea. I don't know what he's fishing for. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Him and he I fish very differently. I love fishing, but I like I like just the the. He goes like to the ocean and fishes. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, there's people everywhere. Like I don't want this. Like yeah. I like to go to like a lake. Nobody can bother me. Crack open a cold one with the boys. <laughs> yeah. And no, have a good sure. time. I can't find a good well, fishing spot up here, which sucks. But yeah, I can't tell oh, you the last man. time I went fishing. Actually, well, one of my favorite memories. Was when I got to fly fish. That, really? That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Off of a canoe. It was just like, we just, I mean, we would, we practice on the side, but we were like on a canoe trip. So it was just fun. We just got the fish while we were like cruising down the river. It was that cool. is cool. I would love to go it, fly But fishing. it was, it was that exact pristine picture yeah. that Nick was just explaining. It's like yeah, the calmness. It's all yeah. still. And you just sit there and just feel the sun on your skin and. Just chill. My dad it's would so pack us sandwiches. And like we would just go. I remember one Same. time, on the opposite end of that spectrum, my dad took me fishing one time. And we had this like really good fishing spot. We always had good luck, and nice. it was like fall. It was beautiful outside. And my dad and I was like, I kind of want to like explore the woods. And my dad was like, Yeah, you can explore over there. Don't go too far. And I'm like nine, and I definitely go like way too far and yeah. get super fucking lost. Oh no! And as like a nine year old lost in the woods, logic isn't Freaking a thing. Out. And so I just start running. <laughs> Yep. And luckily find my dad oh, again. Nice. But like, it, it, like in my mind, I'm like, I was gone for like hours. I'm sure yeah. I was gone like 20 minutes. Yeah, for <laughs> like, oh, hey. yeah right? <laughs> but I remember just being like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm going to yeah. die. I'm going to die. Oh my God. I'm, they're going to find my body out of here. My, I find my dad and he's holding up a, he had this, this Marlboro backpack that he got from all the, back in the day when you used to, I don't know if you still do it, where you take the sides of the Marlboro boxes yep. and you would send them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a yep. dartboard and he had a whole like camping set. Oh, and he's wow. holding up this Marlboro bag and I saw that shit and I was like, that's my dad. And just started like running. <laughs> that's my dad. <laughs> I love that so much. Dude, yeah, the Marlboro merch, so funny, was always like very nice. Every time I ran into someone with one of those backpacks, it was like all leather. Yeah, it was, it was like, gorgeous. Black. Yeah, it was like great and it had that 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 red yeah had the logo on, on it yeah. yeah it was it's mm-hmm. always so fun that's why i smoked marlboro cigarettes for the longest time i was like <laughs> that's so it fun bro. i was like yo that's the, so awesome the cigarettes great the drip unstoppable why not yeah. why not sacrifice your lungs <laughs> for for a backpack that's also insulated <laughs> The Sean Chaser does not contain any <laughs> like any consumption of tobacco products, and then just like a quick little message that just runs by. Smoking sucks, dude. <laughs> You've got a problem, man. Welcome to the shot in the Chaser after school <laughs> special. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes. Oh boy. On this week's after school special. <laughs> yes. We're Ring talking, the bell. We're talking about how smoking kills, man. And we talk about how drunk driving is not okay. Not cool. Not which is okay. not something that Nick Cage and his buddies learned when we no. watched Our Shot this evening. <laughs> he flipped a vehicle. That was such a great movie. We'll get into it. But yes, for Our Shot this evening, we have Martin Scorsese's Bringing Out the Dead. Yep. And then for The Chaser, we had Michael Bay's Ambulance. Ambulance. A movie that I'm going to be, I'm just going to say it, I'm going to defend with my life. 
<laughs> you you have no one who's attacking it. I think, which yeah, is kind of a spoiler. I think you're gonna have a, a lot of people liking this movie. I'm just, I, from what I've been told outside of the three of us. Yeah, this is a hot take. Oh, really? Okay. People are well. I mean, it's Michael Bay, so I yeah. think outside the, of us. Yeah. Okay. okay dude, yeah. I like, outside I, of like everybody I, that watched the movie with really? us, like I think that my, I think that people think Ambulance is like a just fine movie. And I'm like, nah. You just this was like this was like John Wick level yeah. fun. Like, bro. Oh yeah. We will get into we'll that. get into it because we'll that's the it. second movie, guys. Right. <laughs> I know we want to talk about. Michael We're very Bay. excited to talk about Michael Bay and about how my parents are dead because they used to smoke cigarettes. Boo. <laughs> I'm literally drinking a beer right now. I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Hell yeah. Welcome everybody. What have you drug addicts been watching this week? Well, this week I got to watch Jason X. Finally, wait, karate chopping, android action, fighting Jason Voorhees, who kind of looks like a weird mix between like Terminator and the Predator. (laughs) I don't know. It was it was strange. Not wrong. Yeah, it's just weird movie. Um, Heavy recommend, but it kind of gives softcore porno vibes. So watch out if you do check it out. I didn't watch it on the Netflix. Softcore channel, I will say. I watched it on VHS when I was a kid. Dude, th- that sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That would make that set look amazing because when you watch it in like crisp HD, oh, it's awful. It looks bad. It looks like a '90s laser tag like arena. Yes, to a yeah. T. You're at Adventure Landing and you're about to go Whoa. shoot yeah. shoot some people. And what's so funny is that in the movie they even have a bit that's like laser tag ish training yeah in the future so it's like oh my god i can't believe that they like put a training room in this laser tag looking place (laughs) that looks like a laser tag Tag arena arena. (laughs) it was just so fucking stupid i was like this is crazy love it other movie that i got to watch was the first nightmare on elm street okay so he begins his descent because are you done with jason now freddy versus jason Okay, but he's got to watch all the Freddy movies. But I'm going to be real, man. When I ended Jason Goes to Hell, which I don't give a flying fuck what anyone says about that movie. Yeah. That movie's so good. It's one of the better Friday movies. It's one of the lowest rated ones. But at the end, Freddy's hand, like, you know, Jason's dead. He's been dragged to hell. His mask is, like, in the dirt. And Freddy's hand shoots up out of the dirt and then grabs the fucking mask and then brings it down. So, like, that that match was supposed to happen way back in the 90s. But it happened in the 2000s. So, weird bit of trivia for you. Interesting. (laughs) Not interesting at all. But, yeah, (laughs) as Nick said, I'm making my slow... I get it. And so how many Nightmare on Elm Streets are there? So fucking many. I think many. there's like seven in total. God damn. One, first, second, third, fourth, fifth. I don't fifth. know how you're doing I know doing that it. there are at least five like And then you have Wes Craven's movie. new Nightmare. Yep. Yeah. And then you have the remake, Freddy vs. Jason. So eight in total. I think that that's it. Are you enjoying this? <laughs> so here's the catch, bro. Yeah. I thought that same exact thing. <laughs> when, whenever I was watching Friday the 13th 2. Okay. Now hear me out though. Yeah. That movie ended and I was like, that wasn't technically a good movie. But for some reason, <laughs> when Jason is on the screen, it's worth whatever else came before it. I don't care like, That's anymore. That's so funny. So the more he was in it, the better the movie got. Which kept happening Somehow as I, I was watching. Somehow I don't believe you. 
yeah, no, I mean, dude, like, like some some movies do dip in quality. Yeah. But they keep That's on fun. getting more and more and more absurd and yeah. further and further from that original movie, which I think makes it so funny. Whenever it's like tongue in cheek, that's okay. why Jason X is one of the better ones. What about it's Nightmare? It's also a little boring. Nightmare on Elm Street was a masterpiece. That, really, that, that was, first one is that incredible. Was made by Wes Craven. Okay. So horror king yeah. for for all I you know for all I'm concerned with, he made Scream, um, and he even did Wes Craven's New Nightmare. So it's like he made the first one, and then after all of these what he would call like shitty sequels came out, he made his like own sequel that had oh. no connection to the movies of the past, and it like. It was it, it it's its own story. Like gotcha. that movie doesn't have a sequel. Anymore. It's uh by the way seven movies in total. Oh, so wow. you have Nightmare on Elm Street one through five, uh, Freddy's Dead, and then Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Freddy's Dead. Yeah, I was like, there's like, I was like a there's weird one movie weird one. I there. couldn't remember it. Yeah, which and then dude, Freddy versus Jason, right? Right. And then Freddy versus Jason. So and then, yeah, and then a Nightmare now. on Elm Street, which is the new the one. the yeah. newer one with okay. the guy who played Roy Shack from Watchmen playing Freddy. I've seen some scenes from that one, and though the, the entire movie looks like it's going to be a little boring, just like the Friday the 13th remake that came out around that same year. I'm not super looking forward to Did you to watch the, the remake of Friday the 13th? I did. This? Well, not, not, you're right. That is the one that I probably should watch before I get too far into, into Freddy. For, I mean, technically, they completely they, forgot about technically that. Technically, they come after Nightmare on Elm Street. They come after Freddy versus Jason. So, I mean, you could feasibly I just could watch, because the Freddy versus Jason is supposed to be like the 80s. 90s villains Mix. fight yeah. together and this That's one is supposed true. to be like a rebrand like That's what if we true. do this new story but we make it like slimy as fuck <laughs> slimy and like freddy's not funny at all he's just cr- like more creepy and like they're trying to make it like adam he's like deranged in like a yeah. not funny way and also like freddy is a pedophile so it's like when you make so they lean into deranged, that that's very uncomfortable like and like i do get scared from it but it's also like Unless you're like pulling Wes Craven scares, because dude, that that first movie I think is still very effective with with some of its gags and how it's pulled off. Um, so, yeah, give those movies a shot if you haven't. They're great. Jason X and the First Friday. Uh, excuse me, I, I keep calling Nightmare Friday. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a great movie. Nice. Great yeah. Movie. Glad that you're you're starting this. Yeah. I'm glad it's almost let's see, over. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Right. And then, <laughs> and then I have a Texas Chainsaw after. So Joey, oh what did you? Come on, man. You gotta like. You gotta I, come up for I air. Honestly, at some point. like feel for you. I could not do that. That's crazy. I I hope you. I get my normal movies with the show. You're probably right. I get I get plenty. And normal. I love. Movies. I love that bro, you call them normal movies. No, not normal. It's just more like. Listen, man. Sure. What? Before we move on from this point, I just want to say. The, the biggest reason why I'm doing this is because I'm just finding my little niche. It's like everyone's okay. got their little niche. Yeah. So it's like, gotta it's find cool. that niche. That definitely is. You, got, you got the normal Those movies are the and movies you love. And, and I will say, like, You're when I like come over to hang them. out and we are thinking about movies to watch and you name any of these movies, it's always like a hard no. Yeah, me. and that's fine. So it's like, and then we don't you do gotta it. have you got to have time for these movies, and I understand. Oh, of course. I mean, the movies yeah. we watched this week were awesome. So, all right, but yeah. whatever. What did you watch, man? Um, so I finally got to watch, uh, first I want to say, um, rest in peace to Soap Today. Did you guys ever use Soap Today? What is that? I keep seeing it's this. A, this it's is the a, website. I it's feel a website. very boomer. It's, it's where it's you could watch website. movies for free. It's where. What? Yeah. And yeah. they had everything. Why did we never? I, uh, let me just say the only reason I could watch every Oscar movie was because of Soap Today. So I, dude, I'm very thankful website. for them. They just went down this past week, 
Um, I just want to thank L. them for the, their service. Um, <laughs> we love there, you so today. There, there was actually a movie I was trying to watch on there that I'm probably incriminating myself, but <laughs> I wasn't redacted. able to watch it because it's gone now. And I can't find this. You can't even rent this movie. You can't even... Uh, the only way you can do, uh, get it is to buy it on DVD from Amazon, which is crazy. And it was on soap today. Damn. Ooh, like it. So, yeah. What was, was it? It was called Happiness. So I never got to watch it. I've just heard it was a very Oh, yeah, yeah. You were... Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying... I was trying to watch it, but it, I literally, I have to buy it on Amazon now. Well, but, now I'm curious. I want to check my spot to see if that's down. And I think I not, know your spot. Yeah, it's not okay. on there. It's not on there? You, yeah, yeah. You already checked. <laughs> Yo. Um, Dang. But a movie I did get to watch, um, not because of Soap Today, oh, <laughs> uh, was called Showing Up. Uh, it's a Kelly, oh man, I'm going to butcher her name, Kel- Kelly Reichard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did First Cow, uh, remember that cool. 824 movie? So she's made like a lot of like very like calm movies and i think this movie was very similar it's got um michelle williams who i love <laughs> it has hong chow who i love oh wow hell yeah yeah it's an a24 movie came out this year um but it it was i don't know it was like I, it's it's a movie that when i watched it i was like you know that movie was actually pretty decent i didn't hate it but it's a movie i have like not stopped thinking about and so i i think i've just grown to like i initially gave it a what i got i gave it a four but like the more I think about it, I'm like, man, this movie was like so powerful. It's just truly a slice of life, and it's about like these people who live in this art community. But it's really focused on Michelle Williams' character, who's just having a very stressful week, and she's also not getting the input from other people that she was expecting. She works for her mom at this art like community place, mm. and uh, her best friend who kind of is like a sister to her is just like excelling in every way and so she's just trying to make it and it, it it's very subtle and like the movie kind of just begins and ends and doesn't it leave you with anything promising it just like is truly a slice of life life like she's stressed out from the very beginning to the very end and um it was actually it was like really good i thought uh strong it awesome. it kind of went like unknown if i felt like like i i remember a24 posting about it and i me being very excited i remember our regal showing the trailer for it yeah never playing it at our regal which is of course course. classic regal yeah classic playing the trailer i finally got to check it out and it did not disappoint i'm a a big fan i want to i actually have not seen first cow neither have i i I heard great things yeah Yeah. same i want to watch first cow now now I want to ask you, yeah, because I saw that you watched a movie that I have very, I've been anticipating, but yeah. I haven't seen it yet. You saw Blackberry, oh, and yeah, you yeah. didn't seem crazy about it. What's the deal here, man? Oh man, dude. Well, it's it's okay. It <laughs> it is good. What is this about? Mom, I, it's I, about Blackberry. The, I actually the, have the phone. Oh, okay. but it's yeah, got. Yeah, I okay. want to see it because Glenn evidently, Howerton. yeah, Glenn Howardson has like is like unfathomably good in the he, movie. He plays a character very similar to Dennis. <laughs> so, he, but I feel he like it's not supposed good. to be funny. No, he's not. No, well, no, it's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> and and it, he isn't funny. I would say he's tough. Um, and. It, it just was kind of sad, and it just left you 
more sad. Right. Like, um, that technology is ruining our life. Yeah. And, and they just keep going with it, and, and the movie ends, and it's just miserable. And so I, I just I watched that movie and was where I was at, too, was at work. <laughs> at the phone store. At the phone store. And it's a movie that when oh I finished it, I was like, what the fuck am I even oh doing? Oh my god, like, that was like the this. worst time to yeah, watch for it. Sure. Should have watched, watched this like, at the and, phone store. And a big part of it is that this phone, the the BlackBerry, um, even exists really is because of Verizon. Too, well, gonna be a cog weird. in the machine. Yeah, man. like Verizon is like a major part of it. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> and and iPhone was a major part of it. iPhone basically killed BlackBerry. But yeah, it was. It was an interesting look at how BlackBerry, it, apparently it's based, this is somewhat yeah. true at least, and Glenn Howerton was pretty good, I will say, but it wasn't like crazy. It wasn't anything to like, I think people were too excited. I don't know, it's like got like, it's mostly five stars on Letterboxd. You're the first person I've seen that oh, didn't yeah. give it a, a high and, review. And I'm the shocked. other guy in it, Jay, uh, the guy that's always in like those Seth Rogen movies. Jay Baruchel. Yeah. He I loved Jay Baruchel. I wanted to be Jay Baruchel so bad when I was like twenty something. <laughs> yeah, but you know that voice he does. Yeah, of course. He kind of just does that, but it's like droning the whole time, and that killed me. Just like I wanted to punch him in the face the whole time. Like I got why Glenn Howerton was such an asshole to this guy. Like I, I it made okay, sense. Okay. I, I it was okay. That's all. I, you might like it. I was in probably in the wrong setting. Maybe if I watch this in Nothing a better setting, that. but it is what it is. And yeah, I did, I didn't care. No for one's it. judging you for not not no, loving BlackBerry, yeah, bro. You can I still need. I still want to see it. I'll probably where where was it streaming? On Matt's uh, website. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, I was like on soap today. <laughs> on on Didactyl. No. Yeah. Yeah, on Didactyl. <laughs> on on Didactyl. Yeah. God damn it. I um, I had. Excuse me, I had a friend over this weekend yeah. who, uh, last time we were hanging out, was like, oh, I've never seen um, Into or Across the Spider-Verse. Whoa. And I was like, dude, you have to see, you have to see you Into do. the Spider-Verse. Yeah. You it's, have to. So, we sat in there. No oh, way. In there. What did he think? Probably sounded better than Regal did. He was like, I mean, like, mouth agape. Like, yeah, the, like the whole movie. It was, it was, was so good. It was so 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 so. And you so got to watch it again. Yeah, I too, which so. which confirmed again that it is better than Across the Spider. Really? Okay. Because I watched that. Across again, and I it solidified that it's better than Into. Maybe I need to watch Into again. And maybe I need to watch Across. Again. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I do. I do want to see it again, but fucking the f- stupid IMAX bias oh, already pulled. Across the Spider Verse to replace it with Transformers. You know how angry, and you know I worked in Charlottesville yesterday. Could have just stopped there after work. Dude, I was. I'm very angry. I was in Charlottesville last weekend, and I was yeah. like, "No, I have Trans- to see it with my we buds." Will, we are very grateful that you offer a pass and everything, but there are some decisions that you either let the theaters make or you make that are just bad. And this one doesn't even make sense because they would they would have made more money if they kept it in IMAX. On, there were man. more people that want to see Spider-Man in IMAX than Transformers. They Come literally, on. like, as of this morning, I believe it was, Across the Spider-Verse crossed $400 million. Like, it has not stopped. It had, like, a 50% decline in the second week, which isn't terrible. 
it should have if you can keep Avatar two in your theater for six months, you can keep Across the Spider Verse in your theater for. I month. think it's all about timing too, because it's like that is true. Now there's a lot more movies coming out. Like Oppenheimer's coming out soon. Like that's gonna take over. True. It's just, it's just crazy to think that like a movie like that only got a week. Yeah. That's a huge movie. And I know yeah. that and Transformers Rise of the Beast is not going to be I mean it is doing like really well, but I, I don't think the budget for God. that one was The reviews are like spectacular for it. I hate that. I didn't want it to do well. I know. We need to see it though now. Like we have Regal Pass. I want it to, rip yeah. the band-aid off. I I just want to have a good time. That's just all that I'm looking for and I've heard that they kind of take the story in a different direction or maybe like Maybe I'm reading into that too much. I just heard that they didn't really. Guys, they're gonna get you. Dial it hard. You. This is Dude, what they do. It's a fun. It's a fun idea. Robots fighting robots. Oh, if you yeah. go into it with that mentality, like this, totally like, new, almost concept. the same mentality you go into That's like. A new thing. I've never Dude, seen. There that. aren't seven of them already. But go into that mentality of like like a like an like a John Wick. You know what? Like when we went yeah. and saw John Wick four, we knew we were getting into. I just wanted to see it look even Dude, better than it had. But it's gonna be CGI robots, not. Keanu Reeves being a badass. Yeah, but it's Ron Perlman. Ah, uh, that doesn't sell me enough. How it's, could that? It sells me. Yeah. Enough. Let's say <laughs> to play Optimus Primal. I yeah. absolutely want to hear that. Although, to play Devil's Advocate, I've also got to listen to Pete Davidson. But maybe he's that a Transformer is, that gets he's killed in there. Wow. I guarantee that, that he's a Transformer that gets killed, bro. Every he single time, they always have like a comedic person. They get they get killed. It's, I mean, they killed him in, when he was in the Suicide Squad. He's the first character Literally. that gets killed in that movie. Like, yeah. I hope I hope that he gets killed in that movie and and in real life. But regardless, I I I do really want to rewatch Across the Spider Verse. We watched Into in the theater room. It was spectacular. Amazing. I also went ahead. I bought a new. I bought a cable for the sound bar that's going to attach to the projector to tighten up the sound a little bit and yes, i can adjust the idea. audio levels nice. it's going to be yeah so like it's going to be kino soon enough fellas Bro. i know that we've been suffering here and there but like no 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 no, no. It, dude every, every movie we've watched on the on the screen has been has been awesome it's like one, and i feel like it's one of those effects that like imax does to you where like any movie on those types of screens like you are just incredible yeah no matter what even if they're actually bad movies yeah, honestly. Like I like when we went to go see Batman, I just remember every trailer like, oh man, I need to go see this in IMAX. And I, I never went and saw them in IMAX, but they but they you could just tell like, oh, this would be amazing. I really want to go see Strays in IMAX. But I'm saying Get the I fuck feel like, out of here. To I me, not, I feel like this has a very similar experience. You. Like it's a big screen, it's a very crystal clear screen oh, and dude, it's, it's sound it's screen. loud, it's comfortable it's yeah it's a good it's a good time it's a beautiful screen yeah i, I like whenever we watched That's, dreams it was it was incredible like if if you would have watched this week we got to watch ambulance if you would have watched dreams on your phone you might have said that was a bad movie yeah honestly i still honestly. feel like that was so accurate dude when you when you brought that up i was like Dude, but the fact that we saw movie. it on like we were immersed a, that yeah, was we a movie were, you needed yeah. to be immersed in I feel like there's a lot of movies like that when when I can tell like oh I can't just throw this on my phone I can't just watch this yeah like Blackberry I felt very quickly oh, I can just watch this a lot of movies phone, are made but... now and and they are framed that way yeah. they are they people know or directors know that people are going to be watching these things on I their know. phones it, there's it just sucks. so a lot of content but some looks, don't 
not any different, like expanded. Yeah, yeah some don't. Nolan refuses to. Yeah, Martin to, Scorsese, to doesn't yeah, Scorsese doesn't care. I would care even enough. say, like, even Wes Anderson with what he's going to do, the attention to detail. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Wes one of those movies. Yeah, sets are so com- complex and they. But like, I, those are movies you just got to be locked in for. Like, for all sure. of these Scorsese movies we're watching, I feel like I've got, I have to be locked in for those. I wish like, I had watched I it down walk. here last night. I watched it on my on the TV upstairs. Yeah. But it was like, I started it at like 10 o'clock at night. So yeah, it was like, yeah. all right, if I put it downstairs and I'm all by myself in that basement, I'm either going to freak out or I'm going to yeah. fall asleep. Yeah, dude. I literally uh, finished it right at 7 today. <laughs> really? <laughs> also, like, it's a fresh, it's fresh it's on fresh you. fresh on the dome. Well, then let's get into it. The first movie, as I said, the shot is Bringing Out the Dead, Martin Scorsese. Matt, what is Bringing Out the Dead about? The tagline goes a little something like this Saving a life is the ultimate rush. That that didn't play once during this movie. Where did I go wrong? In 1999. If that song came out in 99, people's minds would have probably just melted. People's minds melted in what, 2006, 2007 when that song came out? Yeah, only like eight years later. Right? Okay, so the summary is this. Where did I... Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, all right. I'm not ready. It says... 48 hours in the life of a burnt-out paramedic. Once called Father Frank for his efforts to rescue lives, Frank sees the ghosts of those he failed to save around every turn. He has tried everything he can to get fired, calling in sick, de- delaying taking calls where he might have to face one more victim he couldn't help, yet cannot quit the job on his own. It's kind of a weird... It's a weird... Weird, uh, weird read, weird, yeah. but... Yeah, I mean, I think that it does accurately portray the movie. I think it just kind of meanders in the, in exactly what it was talking about. Yeah. But. I just reviewed it as Nick Cage, world's biggest sleepyhead. <laughs> Dude, he definitely was tired. He looks like shit. Like, he looks worse every single scene. Every yeah. scene, Every yeah. transition, I'm like, this is a man that just needs to go to bed. Yeah. Dude, yep. He's, like, barely sleeping. Um, just, just to paint a little picture about... Um, just to set the scene, Nick Cage uh, rides around in an ambulance pretty much the whole movie. If he's not in an ambulance, he's either in like a scene that correlates to a character in the movie. But most yeah. of it's or he's spent in the ER. On the ambulance, yeah, he's 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 in the ER, and he like he rides in the ambulance with John Goodman, yeah, Vin Rames, Vin Rames, which was crazy, <laughs> um, and Tom Sizemore. Yes, Tom Sizemore. They were all. Great though, yeah. Like every I'll, single partner of his that he rides around with is on fire, and I even like sleeping Nick Cage. I think that that, <laughs> that, that that it's really. I mean, I love Nick Cage, but I think that that it worked really. Sleepyhead well. Nick Cage. I think he carried a lot of the movie too. Like Patricia Patricia Arquette, I did not like her character. One hundred percent. Patricia Arquette really? gives us such a lackluster performance yeah. throughout the whole movie, and her character is is very like. I don't know. I felt like she was like even at the end, I just felt like she wasn't even a junkie. Like who is this woman? She's very like her character is very like irrationally impulsive. Yeah. But for a character that is so hollow, it doesn't make sense for her to be this impulsive. Yeah. I get that. I don't mean hollow like oh she's so tortured. It's just like this is such a like I'm phoning it in performance. Like in the Seriously. beginning of the movie, she's like my father's dying. No. I was like, what the fuck was that noise? Who cries like that? 
And then she's like kind of smiling and like hugs the homeless guy. I was like, yeah. this woman is this woman sucks. This movie, she is the anchor that will hold this movie down. And luckily, she's not in it a lot. A ton, yeah. Yeah, and that's saying something. Janice Soprano is in this movie. Yeah. And then when I saw her face, I was like, automatically I have to deduct a star from this. This is Matt's <laughs> blood situation, but it's for me, it's the worst it's person the alive. Yeah. Wait, who is Janice Soprano? Oh, oh, I don't yeah, know her actual name. On, she man. plays Janice Soprano on The Sopranos, yeah. and she's Tony Soprano, one of his sisters. And she's the worst sister. Well, who is she in bringing out the dead? She's the she's in the ER. She's like the woman at the very beginning. He's like, no, you can't bring any more in here. Where am I gonna put these bodies, Frank? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. the one that's sitting at the desk talking to them. No, not the one that was just uh, like like. Can you do me a favor? Uh, I saved your life, so don't try to end it. Like, yeah, the, yeah, not yeah. that woman. The one like the woman that he meets right after that. Okay. That's like, the actual like nurse, not the uh, one sitting at the desk. Um, okay. But yeah, so Janice Soprano, hard woman. And the fact that she was in this movie freaked me out. And she is not the worst part. Patricia Arquette is 100% a disaster in this movie. And I don't know why. Like, I've seen her. She was in Lost Highway. She's a phenomenal actress. What what happened here? Well, I will say that just... This is just my opinion yeah. on Miss Arquette. She's yeah, what do you think? Not, not a bad actress. I've just always seen her performances as a little, like... I don't know if you want to call them understated... If, if if we're being polite, probably understated. Yeah. Um, but it does feel a little lackluster compared to other performances. But I think that it worked. This is a character, at least to me, it felt like, you know, she used to be a junkie. She misses that lifestyle. She is just mega, not like sad, sad, but just like <laughs> that depression you get when you feel like, nothing you do could change the situation that you're in because right there there was like even a line in the movie that i found really interesting where she was like i sobered up i've i've been sober for 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 two years now i got a job all i do is come home and paint and then all this shit starts happening like i i feel like that line like really encapsulated um just what she was going through right Mm -hmm. I thought I thought it was okay. I, I I definitely wasn't like she's not my favorite part of the movie by any means, but it's yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't find it too distracting except for Nick brought up a great example that crying scene that kind of threw me for a loop just because I and that's like how she introduces her character. On. I'm like, yeah. what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, it was just a little strange, but you know, it did it didn't like distract me. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. You guys, I didn't you love guys her. were like definitely. It, yeah, it was distracting. Was, like when she would come on screen, I'd be like, "Oh God, fuck it. Yeah, yeah." Nick and also, ha- like, like Nick Cage is like kind of obsessing over her, so you're like, "Bro, stop! Like, just go, go back on the ambulance. Go back, go on back the ambulance. with Marcus. Go back." Yeah, and yeah, I, I felt like even some of like the. Like times where he was stopping and helping the victims, it, like everything just felt so over exaggerated too. With with this movie, I I felt like this movie was like a very average movie, I and that. I I am like because we just watched Gangs in New York. We too, did. And I'm yeah. learning that I don't love Martin Scorsese right now. He's he's you're he, picking all of his Weenie Hut Junior. Movies. I know. I I That's feel like we you need, say that, but like, but like Gangs of New York, Gangs of was New York. a massive like budgeted movie, and that and I think that when he is given there's a there's a weird period of time for me where I think Martin Scorsese not necessarily doesn't yeah. shine. I just think that like he's not how do I word it not past his prime. It's just like 
In the in when he first starts out, he makes like hit after hit after hit after hit after hit after hit, and then he goes to like the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, because I'm thinking like Shutter Island too. Yeah. We watched for this show, and yeah. that was a very okay two thousand eight. But at the same time, you're like out the dead nineteen ninety nine. You're so at, it's like same. Yeah. You're at this point of your career. And you're kind of like, all right, I don't want to keep making mobster movies. Like, yeah. I need to try. I need to do something else. And so, like, being like that, I think that it's sort of like, a, I, I'm, I'm going to phone this in and I'm going to make a movie that yeah. people will like. And that's that's really all that, that he goes for, for that. But then I think of, like, when he did The Irishman, which The Irishman was I like, haven't seen The Irishman. Oh, my God. It's a gangster movie, though. It's, it's like, so it's like, it's good, like, though. Is it really good, Nick? I need... Okay. Because we almost watched it the other day, and then we watched Gangs of New York. It's a long-ass movie, but like it yeah. is so good. He, I mean, he I don't have it. any um, long, doubt it, that, that that movie... Is it boring, though? That's what I kind of heard. I heard it's like... I don't, I was ensnared throughout that whole movie. Because it's like, by long, it's like four hours long. A little it? less than four. I think it's three and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's a little lengthy. I remember it being like a very big commitment. It's, that's why it's I not as long it. as, as the Snyder Cut. I know that. No, it's shorter than the Snyder Cut, but it's also like visual. I think visually it's one of his most beautiful looking movies. Wow. Everybody's like, the de-aging's terrible. And it's like, it's not, there are certain parts where it's not great, but as a whole, it's really not like jarring it's not distracting yeah like, holy shit yeah, I do exactly. feel like we have a lot of good like I still haven't even watched Taxi Driver or Raging perfect movie, Bowl. perfect movie Mean like, Streets yeah. King of Comedy yeah, yeah, King of Comedy like, like yeah, that's that's the thing is that I think he has like eight perfect movies and maybe that's the golden rule is that you can only make less than ten perfect movies but then he's got this new one coming out which like is uh, apparently like the best movie he's ever made Oh. Killers of the Flower Moon is supposed to be spectacular, and we got Brendan Fraser in this movie. But Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser's I'm hot excited. now. Like, he, yeah, people are loving him. Yeah, Bre- I, yeah. I, I, I hope I see more of him. The only thing that makes me nervous is that it's a Leo movie, and I don't but, think that that Martin and Leo do well together. I don't know why he doesn't see that. Two, yes, dude. I like. I agree. But with Wolf that of Wall Street, more. I would maybe disagree with you because, like, that is maybe Leo's best performance. That's a good movie. I think I that love people bringing that up as a, as his best performance though, because it's like it's once upon a time in Hollywood him, exists, but but no, right. but I'm saying it's literally just him. I will off say the street turned up to 15. That's yeah. all that movie is, no, and that's that's all that it ever. Would I don't be. know. There's nothing that he does with that character. It's like the rest is just a script that he knows how to deliver. Yeah. And, okay. Well, that's it's what I'm well, saying. I mean, it's well done. I yeah. I mean, maybe, the script is great, but it he I don't know the character he plays to me. Is one of his best. Besides, I would say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood knocked that movie off its throne. It's like, uh, that movie well, is the, really for, good. For Leo. We'll have to Leo, watch that for the pot at some point. Well, Once Upon movie. a Time or? Uh, or well, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, both. Yeah. We can definitely do both, both at some sure. point. Yeah, I, mean, watch both. Um, yeah. I was just going to say that personally, this movie, I had the opposite reaction to it. Really? In the first ten minutes. So you think this is the not the okayest movie? The the that that mm-hmm. bringing out the dead is not the okayest movie. Opposite. Okay, so I I think I'm in the middle because I don't okay. think it's the okayest. I think it's a good. I think it's like a solid movie that yeah. I enjoyed, and would probably watch again at some other point. But I don't think I would ever be like I have to like, dude. If you want to like dive deep into the Scorsese verse, bringing out the dead. Yeah, no way. I feel right. Like. I feel no. like nobody's saying that if you're a I didn't even know, I genuinely had never even heard of this movie yeah. until you guys were like, we had to watch Bringing Out the Dead. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. 
Um, I, I honestly, I think found it first from its poster because it was like on Nick Cage filmography and yeah. I was like, what the it hell is, a, is that? It is a crazy poster. Yeah. I do love the one where it's like the red, like all the, red. The, yeah. the black yeah. cross. Yeah. I was like, bro. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh like, shit, this is going to be crazy. Yeah. And, and then, it's like, and then uh, yeah. I didn't, yeah, perfect. The ambulance. Um, I, I didn't hear about it again until I watched a YouTuber's, uh, ranking of all of Scorsese's movies, but he put this pretty near the top so i was like whoa and he and he had gangs of new york second to last yeah second to last so like that's where but it's like that that same video what was his number one king of comedy it's a great movie his second was taxi driver taxi driver is probably no his second one was actually i think it was the the one casino maybe Oh, Casino's uh, good. Maybe it was Casino, but it, it was it was the one where I think that um, a lady I can literally is tell you I have the list. It's the list I've been working. I don't know off her of. name or like like the name of the movie. It's actually one of Scorsese's lesser known films, and he actually brings it up. And he's like, "This movie's not talked about a lot. It's actually really good. Um, a lot more people should know about it." And then he's brought up. It's like it's the only movie that has a female protagonist, which is interesting. Oh, oh, here it is. He what? gave um, King Comedy Number One. He gave. Wolf of Wall Street, number two, actually. Wolf, okay, my bad. But he gave The Last Temptation of Christ, number three, which makes ah, me excited. So I was completely... This is what I mean, man. It's those it's those 2000s movies, those late 90s, 2000s movies that, like, yeah. he's not he's not bringing his A-game, and that's that's fine. You had 30 years of bringing your A-game. You could do a decade where, like, you phone it in. Yeah. I get that, for sure. I mean, you also have to consider that like, people want him to be making movies. Like, he wants to make movies. Yeah. People are paying him to make movies. They're giving him the bigger budgets to make these movies. I would fucking make and, the movie, man. Like, come on. Like, he's going to make a the Part movie. of me, though, as, as well, I think we're all grading this on a scale that is a Martin Scorsese scale. Like, you know this is the guy that can make silence. And you know what he's capable of, and he's making this movie... Exactly. Yeah. And and that's why like I'm not gonna get like this is this might be a five if this was like a first time director, if this was like a guy that I um had never heard of or, you know, that, that hadn't really made any other great movies. But this is Martin Scorsese. This is like the guy who is almost responsible for film. Um for at least for a lot of the movies we have today and Yeah. For he, sure. Responsible for a lot of And so I, I and Nick Cage to me, was the the shining moment, and maybe some of the actors, and also maybe like the '90s type of vibe it has to it that was throwing me off. Uh, I I just I, it just was very lackluster compared to some of the other things. I like I, I've watched some of Scorsese's movies, and they like changed my life. Yeah, that's, this movie that's didn't very do true. that. Well, but then again, I'm not gonna rate it the same as Silence. Sure. I mean, this I, wasn't silence. You're right. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, but right. silence is also three hours long. Yeah. And it's it's a commitment. It that's a that's not a movie that I can just throw on and just it's watch. Very different. Whereas, like, bringing you're out right. the dead, I feel like is a little bit more approachable. It's only two hours long, and it's actually like one of the more fun Scorsese yeah, movies for sure. that doesn't depend upon gangsters. Yeah. So it's I like I, Nicholas I was at Cage least is like funny. At the well, same there, time as there's like, a lot of dark comedy misery, as well, yeah, so yeah. it's like I don't know. I just feel like it was it was different as as far as as you know, like the the guy who gets into a crash, like that whole scene where like Nick Cage is like, this is better than like this isn't as good as a beer, but this will work. Yeah. And he's got all the shit strapped up to him, and yep. the other guy is like drinking, and it, it's just like wild. Uh, and then they they crash, and 
I, I felt like that, that whole scene was like supposed to be funny. Even though it's like this crazy. Oh, I was moment. cackling. Like I was yeah. laughing so because he like, gets out of the truck and he's laughing. Yeah, like these guys almost died. Like they should have died. For sure. And it's and they're definitely... like bloody and like crawling out of this. Dude, I. I and you're love laughing. That scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, I agree. No there were so many scenes where it was. It you're was laughing. Making me laugh. It Nick was... Cage was just been in a car yeah. accident. Yeah. And you're, you're laughing. laughing. <laughs> and I feel like we got the classic Nick Cage like we we usually get like classic crazy hammed up. Yeah. The only my only complaint sure. with Nick Cage is that he plays like a. I'm gonna say a PG-13 Travis Bickle. I don't even know who that is. So that's who Robert De Niro plays in Taxi Driver. Oh, okay. Who's just this guy talking to himself. And in Taxi Driver, like, he's, like, a like kind of, like, a monster. Yeah. And in this, like, he's just, like, tortured guy. Like, I see ghosts of the girl I couldn't save. Yeah. And, like, when they do that flashback, it's like, this is it? Yeah. This is the one that's haunting you? Tonight has been filled with infinitely worse events than what the hell that was. Yes, right? That's what I felt, too. I, like, there was just something about it that triggered him. Yeah, and I think that, like, the moments where, like, he, like, finally has that break in reality, the movie gets, like, incredible and is so fucking fun. And for, like, 45 minutes, that movie is like, oh, yeah, we're here. Let's go. It's a slow build to get to that point, and you have to suffer through Patricia Arquette's performance. And I, 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 I didn't understand why. I understood why she was there, but I was like, hey, "Come on! Like everybody here is giving such a good, like is giving a hundred percent." Ving Rhames as Marcus is hilarious. Yeah. It, like when they go to the, the 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 club and the one kid is ODing and he's just like, he's like, "There's nothing to tell you. He's dead unless you square up and tell me what yes. really happened." <laughs> and he makes them all hold hands and pray while Nick Cage is yeah. like, oh "Is my it God. mystery the narcan?" I was like, "That's funny." Best. He comes back to life. What's his, what's his name? I'd be banging. What kind of name is that? I'd be banging. His name is Frederick. His name is Freddie. Okay, Frederick. Frederick. Okay, I'd be banging. Yeah. Okay, I'd be banging. Dude, that, that Mar- was so Marcus funny. is the best character because Marcus is insane. Also, I just want to say that how how did you guys interpret that character of Rose? It seems like like, like what, what what were your thoughts on that, I, on that whole thing? I think because it references it quite a bit. I think it's supposed movie. to like technically resemble. I think it's supposed to technically resemble like it's like the embodiment of all the people that he can't save, but it comes off more like this one event really threw me off. Yeah, and it's been downhill ever since. And it's like this doesn't seem like an event that he's probably exhausted. I mean, yeah, he is exhausted. He's hallucinating. Yeah, this is a this is someone who died that he remembers because she said her name yeah and i feel like a lot of people aren't saying their name um like that when they're in their last that's their last words yeah and to to watch someone die like that what probably is somewhat horrific Mm. that uh but i mean in that night he he helps deliver twins to to a quote-unquote virgin he is constantly checking on the 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 guy who he resuscitated who is talk quote-unquote talking to him asking him to kill him um, you have every encounter with Noel, you have whatever psychedelic, like, trip that he goes on in yeah. the, in the apartment, like, all of that is so much, I feel like, would, would it weigh heavier on me, and I, or, or, and watching, like, one of my, my partner beat the shit out of a homeless guy with a baseball bat, yeah. I would also be like, this is horrifying, I can't believe I'm seeing this, over, I saw a kid die, and I've repeatedly been like, I see this happen all the time. You can't save everybody. Yeah. I don't know why this one 
he focuses so much on. I get that. Like, I, I interpreted it more as the same dilemma that he had with that dad that he was trying to save. Yeah. Is that they kept on bringing him back to life. And Nick Cage is convinced that, like, this guy wants to die. Yeah. And he – I know that it it's it, – it's, it is as simple as he couldn't do that for someone who wanted to live. He couldn't bring them back to life. But yeah. Like, but the guy who wants to die, he, like, you know, they keep bringing this guy back to life. It's almost like torturing him. I felt like for, for Rose, it was more like they um, bringing – no, no, no. Sorry. I'm phrasing this wrong. Nick Cage is is like forcing that tube down her throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then John Goodman's like, you're pumping air into her stomach. And he's like, okay. And he like he, he pulls out and he does it again. And like, and it's he, he starts doing it. And he's like, you're pumping air into her stomach. And I guess like the whole time, this this whole idea of it's like no matter how hard you try, like you can't you can't control that. Or like you can't I I literally sound so much better in my head. <laughs> it's like as I'm saying, it's like goddamn. Maybe it is like not not that deep. <laughs> yeah, but I like to see. I, I thought I thought like I thought that that there was. I just want to say there was there was a lot of correlation. I thought between that dad who was like about to die, but yeah. he kept being resuscitated versus like Rose, whereas like she wanted to be resuscitated, but he couldn't do it. I just felt like there was a lot of correlation there, and like how he wants so badly to like give he he'll even give someone death he literally gave he wants to give them what death. they what they want so yeah. it's like but it's, it's also like, like, it's like does this guy actually do it. does this guy actually want to die or have you fucking lost your mind and you've just killed an innocent guy <laughs> i think it's a little bit of both because it's like every single character has both moments yeah. marcus right. has this moment where his where his prayer resurrects a guy and he also witnesses a second virgin birth yeah and then he goes on the hooker strip <laughs> with yeah. cash in his hand and is like waving it in the window to like to like look at the girls that's marcus yeah nick cage is the same way like at least i feel he like has like this this like saintly figure and like to him but then he also is like he wants to ride with that one partner who's like just wants to like berate every homeless person and yeah. beat the shit Tom out of like crazy yeah. people. Yeah. So I, that guy, I don't, I don't know if it applies to that guy, but yeah, it's no. like, <laughs> at I, least the people who we get more time with. Yeah, I feel like, especially with with shit like, I feel like, you know, you're you're either really into it because I feel like Scorsese spoon feeds you it, or you're not because like the priest that that like, or excuse me, the nun who who's like wearing like you know the little fetus on a chain and she's like. Almost like sister like, fetus, like, I think was her name too. For real, I didn't even see that. On, it constantly oh, wow. comes up as sister, sister fetus. fetus okay, sure. I didn't Ooh. see that. That's crazy. But um, she, it, it's almost like she's like delivering like a sermon in like a spoken word, yeah. <laughs> almost way. And I was like, that's just crazy. Like, I, I yeah. Also, I feel like this depiction of New York was was really cool. It showed so many groups of people. But it seemed like this weird sect of New York where like no one lives. Yeah, like New that's York seems dead that's, silent. And I'm like, this is not New. Where in New York City? Is it this fucking quiet? Nowhere. Where did they film this? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, and I will say like the times he was working were like through the night until six yeah. a.m. So I feel like New York City probably isn't safe during those hours. 
maybe on those streets. Right. That's what is actually happening. People are just dying during those hours. People are dying. Homeless people are are, are calling for for help. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because they're cold. They're dying. That guy was like, I don't know, he he like had alcohol poisoning or something. He just needed water, man. Oh yeah, just needed water, man. Oh, they've been giving me a sand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Personally, I I thought going into this movie, just want to add that I thought I was going to get so much more cinematography. Same. I felt like there was no shots that I was like, whoa. Y'all were teased by ambulance. That's why you thought. The greatest cinematography. An absolute robbery at the Academy Awards this year. Robbery. Best editing should have went. Ambulance. Best cinematography. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, replace the Empire Light cinematography with Ambulance. It was no contest. Roger Deakin, like, did not give a shit about that movie. Whoever was yeah. the cinematographer on Ambulance gave it a hundred trillion percent and made every shot of that movie look so I mean, cool. Roger Deakins also said he didn't. It wasn't that good. Or wasn't as good as anybody else who was nominated. Yeah. Yeah, he literally was like, I am I thankful to have nominated, win. but I don't deserve to win this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knew. He fucking knew. It yep. was, it was, yeah. I don't know. I, st- I did enjoy this movie, and I'm glad that I saw it. I do feel like I was slightly baited. The poster makes it look like this is going to be like a psychological torment, and it's mm-hmm. not Hell really. Ride. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, can... it's a lot more comedic and slow than I was expecting. I was expecting sure. like he- something like really heavy, really heavy, and definitely not a movie that's going to depend a lot on a licensed soundtrack. Don't get me wrong; I loved it, <laughs> but it depends so- solely heavily. upon licensed songs which i like i liked it because all the songs were great and i thought yeah. that that they fit every scene that it was yeah. in but i just wasn't expecting that right like, you know whenever we went to go see spider-verse i was expecting that and we yeah. got that we but, got exactly but, that yeah it was it's a good movie um when i watched it last night i was kind of like enthralled by like its finale and like have it like just because nick cage going off the deep end and whatnot i was like this is yeah. so this is it this is what i came here for but, like, having time to reflect on it, like, I gave it a four last night. I'm honestly probably going to bump it down to, like, a three and a half. Mm. See, that's funny because that's where I'm at. That's a very conservative score, though. Like, I yeah. feel like once – because, dude, I was literally just thinking about this whenever you brought up your – like, the movie you watched this week. Yeah. And you're like, I gave it a four. I was like, once something hits a four, it's yeah. – it's like good territory. So it's like For three. Sure. Three is like it's you. You should you should watch it. Yeah. Three and a half is like just the the perfect middle ground between yeah. like I'm right there to like love it's it. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good, good movie. Yeah. yeah. It's like check it out. You're gonna watch Scorsese's movies. You'll have you a, check you'll, it out. You'll have a better time than than the other movies you might not like. Right. Exactly. For sure. And that's fine. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, like personally, I think I'm leaning more towards like a four. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd give it a four and a half. Like, I think it was really fucking good. Maybe, you got your blood. May, maybe upon like a later rewatch, I might. Um, but I thought it was like good. Yeah. I thought I thought it was just very enjoyable. And I guess I wasn't expecting to be entertained that much mm-hmm. because, like, kind of like what Nick was saying, he was he was expecting more of like a psychological movie. I. How do you look at that poster and not think like yeah. this is gonna be fucking yeah. crazy? So like once John Goodman appears and he's almost like Walter without cussing, like yeah. in a way, I was like, <laughs> this is fucking funny, dude. Like I love Stranger that. in the Alps, Larry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you go find a stranger in the Alps? And so and you're sitting also at a three and a half. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting at a three and a half. Um, yeah. That's that's respectable. It was, yeah, it's a, it's an okay movie. I, yeah. I think I've said enough. But it, it was it was good. It was 
better than most. I just want to add that with like how many movies does Scorsese have on his belt? Like a lot, seven or like twenty five. It was. I think it's twenty six. Okay, twenty six after Killers of the Flower Moon, maybe. But yeah. With, okay. Yeah. With so. That's a good ratio though to have. Like, I wonder yeah. what his ratio on Letterbox is. It's probably like three, three and a half. That's a good ass ratio to have. Yeah. Like, more positive than negative reviews on every single one of your movies. That they can give you too. That'd has, be crazy. Has he ever released uh, just like a complete coffin flop? Just where like it just did not coffin flop. <laughs> yeah, it's called fucking Hugo. <laughs> Ah. See, people like that movie. That movie's so ass, dude. And I, I don't like it either. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, but like there was years ago, Apple was had like uh, days of giving during Christmas time. And <laughs> yeah, like, and that like they, I think this is when they gave you the U two album. Maybe <laughs> I, I don't remember. Um, but one day was uh, Hugo, hmm. and I remember. So I like, I still own it on my uh, iTunes account because of that. Um, because it was free and free it was, and I still own it. But I remember watching it and be like, "This was this is not a good movie." The animation is weird. I f- I feel very similar, similarly about that movie as I do uh, Del Toro's Pinocchio. See, I I I, I would agree with that. I yeah. think that I think like Hugo is an insufferable be... character, and yeah. I don't think I don't like any of the CGI. I don't like the universe. I just think it's a overall bad movie. The fact that in my film school this was the Martin Scorsese movie, like you have to see this. Yeah. I'm like, literally, Taxi Driver exists. Why the fuck are you Seriously. showing me this? Because you're, because yeah. you're, you're restricted, man. Yeah, I, you're I, restricted. I fucking was. What a waste of my goddamn time. But no, no. I, I mean, personally, I don't think it's a waste, but I get the pain, dude. I, I, yeah, I get that. Well, Hugo, I haven't seen it. Oh, also, did either of you catch that Martin Scorsese is the dispatcher? No, no, that yeah. was him. It's That's him, great. and when it's when it's uh, so when it's the other woman, it's Queen Latifah. That's great. Whoa, really? Yeah. That's cool. That's sick. How do you guys not hear that neurotic little voice and go? I, know, I didn't even think. I did. I, the I problem is, it. is I'm not looking or listening when I should be. Come on, man. Because you do, know he's gonna like be him. in there. I do. I do like. Did him. you ever see? Oh. Th- there's an episode of Curb with Martin Scorsese in it. Have you ever no, seen? I'm sure, I've seen it, but I don't know if I. So good. Thought about it or like cared. I just <laughs> wanted to ask before we officially move move away from bringing up the dead. Do you guys know if this was based off of a book that was written beforehand? Not that I know of. Why did I you was read just a curious. book like this? No, 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 no. Well, it just it just came across kind of like a book because I was thinking about the voiceovers that Nick Cage does. There's a ton of voiceovers, and usually whenever there's a there, there's a ton of voiceovers, it's based on a book. You know, No Country for Old Men's a good example. Inherent Vice is another good example. Really? I was just curious. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't know if it was or if, it, if you guys knew anything about it. I'm looking into it I, now because it looks like there is a book. I don't know if it but came maybe before it was just or after. Based on the film, yeah, maybe it's like an adaptation. What we're finding out. Here. Oh yeah, Joe Connolly wrote a novel. I'm trying to see if it when when it came out. March thirtieth, nineteen ninety nine. I think it's the same year. Because it, if Maybe you look at the, the writers in IMDb, there's two writers listed. There's Paul Schrader, and then there's Joe Connolly, and he's noted for the novel. Huh. Schrader. Paul Schrader is one of the yeah. writers. Yeah. Well, like, like Schrader's written a lot of Scorsese's movies. Most yeah. of them, right? If not, I believe like, so. he wrote Taxi Driver. Yeah. So like. That's that's like maybe he, maybe he just wrote the movie. I mean, that there you go. That that makes sense. It's a straighter movie. He also wrote First Reformed. 
He might have directed that. Actually. And the card counter. He wrote yeah. and directed, I think, both of those movies. <clears throat> but okay, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I was just curious. It just kind of it just came off as as a book, but there maybe book. May, maybe it's just because I was thinking about inherent vice. No, I think you're right. I think you might be right. Actually, just some finding copies year. that are before 1999. Oh, I think that the 1999 version was like to go with oh. the movie. I'm looking. I'm looking deeper into this because this is crazy. Now I want to read it. This seems nuts. How in the world am, am I just finding out about this? I wonder if there's like an audiobook. By the way, while we're on books, I bought the Inherent Vice audiobook. Did you now? Haven't started it yet. I just uh, I, I just picked it up because I was like, oh, I really want to read this, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to have time to read it. You don't want to read it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I'm gonna listen to it. Interesting. But you know how it is. Well, let's go on to a movie that I think we all can agree was just downright amazing. Let's get into Michael Bay's Ambulance. Matt, what's Michael Bay's Ambulance about? Tagline goes like this. It was supposed to be a simple heist. <laughs> and the summary follows. Decorated veteran Will Sharp, desperate for money to cover his wife's medical bills, asks for help from his adoptive brother, Danny. A charismatic career criminal, Danny instead offers him a score, the biggest bank heist in Los Angeles history. 32 mil. Man. <laughs> Michael Bay. I, Miguel B. I cannot even describe how shocked I was by this movie from start to finish, dude. I remember when we saw the trailer for it, being like, "This looks preposterous." This looks like yeah, 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 this looks stupid. Yeah. And then Molly, Molly watched it with Haley one night. She went over to Haley's house and she came back. She's like, "We watched Ambulance," and I was like, "How was it?" She was like, "Dude, nothing can prepare you for this. This is the most <laughs> ridiculous movie." She's like, "But it's so good." Yes. <laughs> and then you got you. I think Joey was the one that was like, "We need. We should do Ambulance." Yeah. And my Michael God, Bay. what a good recommendation! This was I, so much fun. Yeah, I'd never seen it either. I just knew Michael Bay, and I mean, we just watched Transformers not that long ago. Yeah, too. So we like, all enjoyed this, it. We did all enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, Michael Bay, man, he knows. I, he, you can see his style in yeah. this movie. I think it's very early on. This movie moves quick. Oh yeah, you're in the you're in it very quick, but at no point do you know if the movie has started. I feel <laughs> <laughs> no. it's like halfway Honestly. through. You're literally halfway through, and I don't even know if you're in the ambulance yet. No, I think like you like right at the halfway point, like they're they're the heist has gone wrong. Yeah, and then they're like, okay, what do we do? And then somehow they're they are in an ambulance. Yeah. And then the ambulance just gets crazier. The ambulance chase gets crazier and crazier and more preposterous as it goes. Yeah. And then like I'ma spoil it already right off the bat. The fact that there's a second ambulance. Yes. Like, no, there's like there's, there's like five four. different yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. There's multiple ambulances. I, I'll tell you what, there is a second of what a helicopter there there's two a heli- helicopter chasing them dude helicopter chase scene like who saw the helicopter chases ambulance in the los angeles river what One, who yeah how does that how does that make sense like how how does the ambulance go that fast and two how how would the helicopter even like down there how is this it's happening? insane i love it none of it made sense but like somehow it all worked yeah, yeah. I love how so many chases go down down there, and it's like, the fuck? And just, like, how over the top it starts to get. Yeah. Like, because it starts off pretty, like, grandiose and flashy, and then you have, like, the 
when um Jake Gyllenhaal's character Danny like reaches out and is like, "Hey, we're gonna need some distractions." And so those guys build like the car with the mannequin in it and the gun beside it in like twenty minutes, probably. Yeah. And yeah, they're just like, "All right, you're just gonna all. drive into the police," which was yeah. also hilarious because throughout the whole movie, like, we don't kill cops. Yeah. And no. an hour into that movie, like, we need to blow up every yeah. police officer. Yeah, exactly. Every we need to like blow the only the people that have died are cops. Yeah. Honestly, and they have like you have the one cop at the beginning of the movie that like kind of like is the cause of everything he's uh he he gets shot and then they bring they take him on the ambulance like we'll save this guy's life and everything's gonna be a-okay yeah and it's like i don't know what you're thinking here man like this is clearly not you're fucked you're absolutely super duper mega fucked i don't know why you did this and then you have like that cop's partner who's way too invested in this yeah like Like, what like in a way of, like, this is not my partner. Like, this is my... I've known this guy. We were born on the same day. I've known this man yeah. my whole life. He's actually my brother. Like, every time they're like, you got my partner! He's not my partner! I'm like, dude, no cop. Yeah, no cop like, is going to do okay. this. And it's like, it's like he's like a new cop. It's not yeah, even like... Seriously. It's not like they've had this time to <laughs> develop anything. That's why I love it, though. It's hammed, why? It's hammed, hammed up. Oh, yeah. It's hammed up. Oh, yeah. In a weird Michael Bay way. I feel like Michael Bay directs people in such a specific way he just wants them to like i feel like everything that goes on this movie just has that ability to push it forward oh definitely like for sure like i mean and you brought like i no, no no joey brought it up wherever it was um you were saying it's not even well i mean it's kind of a joke you're saying the movie starts and it hasn't even started yet but yeah. but it, it, that's how it feels when yeah. you're watching it that's how fast everything's moving even the dialogue there was there's so many times if you if you guys if any of you happen to check out this movie there's so many times where the dialogue doesn't even make sense like oh, I, yeah. I would argue it doesn't make <laughs> sense at all but that's I think that's what it's supposed it's to do. It's kind of like charming. In yeah. A weird way. Yeah. Like, but it's, like almost anything Jake Gyllenhaal says doesn't make sense. But it, but everything they say has a momentum to it. There's yeah. always like, you know, someone will say something the and then quippy and then like oh, man, another yeah. quippy remark and then all right, let's go and it's like all right and then and, and then the camera like moves yeah. and then it creates and the motion. Car- the camera does some of the most absolutely batshit yeah. insane you things know, I've ever yeah, seen anybody do with the camera. Shots. Drone shots can be so cool if yeah. they are just used especially with like epic music and yeah. when and a character is saying some ridiculous thing it just we don't get to walk up into the sunset yeah <laughs> literally like you could say anything with the drone shots and the music he puts to it it's like it'll just sound epic it'll it'll make you feel great and like all the explosions in this movie were great too there was uh i loved one of my favorites was when uh, cops were, were were tailing the ambulance yeah. and both flipped over at the same time, yeah. landed on their ceilings at the same time, and then exploded at the same time. Yes. I was like, nice, okay. <laughs> it's like, that was like fucking were crazy. Synchronized. Yeah. I, yeah. I loved before they got in the ambulance, just bringing the cinematography back, when they're in the car garage, and it's it's <laughs> it's the two of them. And they're talking, and the camera is just literally like spinning it around. It just them. won't stop spinning. And then it'll like cut, and it'll be like it'll be a different spin. Yeah. Yeah. It's just constant spinning. You're like, oh my god, this is nauseating. And then it, it like, would get closer and closer to yeah. them too. Yeah, as it was spinning, it yeah. would zoom or it would like zoom out. I was like, or oh my god, the one shot with the the guy with the crazy drone shot that like goes up the side of a building and, and then does spins. like a loop. Yes, yeah, that was weird. It was like watching Enter the Void. Like it was yeah. so crazy to look at and so fucking cool there's like one where like the drone like goes to like a bridge and like spins around and like watches like 
the ambulance, like the ambulance, yeah. like peel peel away into a burnout around a cop. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. But what what ve- one what vehicle even? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, every time there. But like that's why it's like you just have to once again. You just gotta turn off your brain. Like you gotta yes. know what you're getting into. Like, you're getting into a Michael Bay movie. Saying, that's what it is. It's like so if you go into it and you look at that ambulance. And yes, there are two, maybe seven Dodge Chargers tailing it, and it cannot be caught. It will it not be caught. be caught. It will not be caught. That's yeah. just that's just the rule. The ambulance of the movie. is indestructible. Yeah, the right. ambulance is literally like cannot be stopped. So you either love it or you hate it. The movie's called yeah. Ambulance, yeah. so it's like it's so fun and so ridiculous. There's a scene where they do surgery on a cop in the middle of the high speed chase. In the yeah. middle, and they just slow down so they can do the surgery. And the surgery was just like a hair clip. They, yeah. they literally surgically like, hand clip but after blowing his spleen. <laughs> Bro, they like, and also that cop does not die there. He survives. Yeah, Dude, the I movie. would, I would want to be dead so badly if somebody yeah. burst my spleen with their bare hands. Be oh, my. and they were like, "Oh, we're out of anesthetics." And it's like, "Oh my god, kill me! Like, just take the gun and shoot yeah. me. I don't want to be alive at this wow. point." There's yeah, also like they shoot. Like they're like, "Oh, we just shot him in the leg. He's fine." And like 45 minutes later, like. Wait a minute, he's got another bullet hole. We shot him in the spleen. It's like, this is not stopped bleeding. How have you not noticed this yeah. by now? Yeah. How is this guy not super fucking dead? See, but like, I feel like that's, it's the same bit as like the ambulance bit. It's yeah. like, you either think it's funny and like entertaining or you think it's just like flat out stupid. Oh like, yeah. It's it, there. It's like such a thin line. I feel like that's where Michael Bay operates is like a very thin line of like, um, over the top action sequences and shallow kiddie pool plot and yeah. character development. Everything else is like the shallowest thing. The rest of it is just like spectacle and vehicles to get you to the action. Yeah. That's it. You're either into it or you're I, not. I wouldn't even, but like with Jake Gyllenhaal's character, you were given so much about him, like with his father. Like I feel like he is probably the most fleshed out character for sure oh yeah and obviously he's the main he's the star of the show and but i i feel like even you can see he's trying to be a good guy this whole time like he like he yeah i felt the opposite let me let me explain myself because yes he's stealing 32 million dollars that is not what yes, makes him the villain <laughs> but yeah it was but like, like that's not even yeah, like that. and maybe at the end of it he became a villain but maybe he, I feel like, end of it? He, he didn't, he wanted to be like his father, but he wanted to do it a different way. You could see very, because his father, what would his father do? His father would have killed people immediately. It would have just ended it. But he wanted to keep them alive. He was trying to just go in and out. And, and he, he believed that, you know, the sacker, like killing these people isn't what needed to happen. I, I felt like that. what you're saying, but it's like... And, and this why? movie is not fleshed out enough to even, like... That, like, everything I am... I My foundation is not very firm in this. <laughs> well, to be no, fair, it's like a good. switch. He's like... Because I'm with Joey until the very end of the yeah. movie. And suddenly he's like, I'm going to kill you on live well, television. That, that, okay, I feel yes, like yes, he's yes. trying to get out of it at the end. Well, well see, no, I That's too much depth for me, right? Personally, I felt like it was just a doubling down of a character that was portrayed as slightly evil at the beginning yeah. of the movie. I feel like it's it wasn't a bait and switch. It wasn't even a plot twist. It was literally just, we're going to make him full evil now. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's just, like, there's no conflict anymore. I Jake Gyllenhaal's like. evil now. Yeah. I feel like there was no conflict. Yeah. Like, okay, the cops can't stop them. 
what the are cops, we gonna do with the rest I of the movie? I feel like that at that point Jake has to be the villain. The cops had stopped them. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah, that's right. Well, then yeah. the conflict is resolved. Then so you need another yeah, conflict. Like, I, Either way, he it was I yeah. I it came across to me as just there is nothing else for this for these characters to, to do other than this guy becomes. What do you think about his brother? Did you think his brother was good? I thought that his brother. I don't know, I don't know if like morals are see, something we should well, be like, judging off these characters. Well, I mean, it's it's dude like that's that's one of my favorite things like, yeah. like in, in in movies is is to dissect the uh, characters yeah. is. Is he moral? Like, you know, that's up for for each of us to, to his brother, argue through. The cop but, was like, even at the end. But was that's like, what I'm saying is like, like at the end. Life. But at the end, he felt like that was the right thing to do. Was yeah. was was to kill his brother. I, you know, yeah. why did he do that? Because they were fully stopped. I have no idea. But he, I think he he felt like and he this was her. an evil that needed to yeah. be stopped i guess like and he did right promise there. the girl like i'm gonna get you out alive i want to make sure he doesn't kill you that's very true so yeah. i i feel like you know he was he was you know fulfilling that promise but yeah man i i i, I think I mean, going like, into the morals because like, like this movie is just a lot of fun and and watching it on the big like this is a movie i think i would have hated on my phone as well for this sure. This is a movie you have to be engrossed in. Well, I mean, also, I just want to say, like, this, like, the, um, the one brother who, 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 who's a, a veteran. Yeah. He comes back. He's only doing it because his wife is sick, but that's up for you to decide if it's moral or not to, like, pay for experimental surgeries. Cause like, because like because 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 that's not explained enough. That is, dude. I mean, but it's that's like not it's explained either... enough. It's a fucking Michael Bay movie. But so it's me, like that's all we get. He just wants to pay for a surgery that his fucking insurance well, won't cover. That's all me, we get like, from that guy. It's either like <laughs> like it's stupid. To me, I feel like he's in a situation where it's like she'll die. We don't know. We, we don't do know. We experiment. don't know why she's getting the surgery. Why the fuck is she gonna die? She, didn't, what did she say? Have? She had cancer. I don't. I I don't remember cancer. Maybe, maybe I don't necessarily like, remember it being cancer, just that she was sick and that there was like an ex- they were doing an experimental treatment. That's it. But that's it. Like there were like there was no guarantee yeah, whatsoever. For some reason, I remember a conversation about chemo. I thought See, well, he talked maybe, to the maybe. the e the EMT about like like how long has she been in chemo or something like that or how long has she? Maybe there's something did. in that movie that made me think she had cancer and that she was dying. And Maybe that, yeah, and that this experimental surgery was gonna stop that. But I don't here's know, man. The, catch, that, the movie doesn't that's, even. The, you get like five minutes of experimental that. surgery. This is movie that, isn't even about no experimental surgery. And it, now it this dude is. is willing to rob people For. to do something that's not guaranteed. So that's up to you to decide. Know, that's moral. Like, you know what I mean? It's like it's it. He it, really loves his wife. He really loves his, his but kid. That's just that's how far it's supposed to go. I think yeah. <laughs> with the viewing experience, if you go any further, you just sure. you run into such a gray, muddy, you're right, nothingness that it's like you can imagine another movie. Like Michael like, Bay is just trying to say this man is willing to do whatever it takes to get this money to save his wife. That that's uh, like all like, Michael Bay is trying. Man, He's not trying to go I any deeper that than that. I, I, yeah. I felt that way, man. I was like I was like googling. I'm like what what. I just googled like ambulance Michael Bay sickness. Yeah, I just thought that I would like it would pop up, and it's just people being like, oh, "I got motion sick at the cinema seeing ambulance." You fucking weak piece of shit. Yeah, don't go to movies then. It's wrong. So with the you. people who watch Triangle motion. of Sadness and got motion sickness. Okay, wait, hold up. How? I get that. 
I didn't get motion sick. I just felt sick because I was like, this but is I understand. I, I didn't get motion sick, but I understand if they're literally on a rocking boat and the camera rock, and you just I see people that. throwing up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. that was well, gross. I mean, Man, do you want to? Do you need tickets yeah, to Weenie Hut Junior? I probably got a little motion sickness. You, I didn't throw up. But you want to? You want to know what actually does up. make me a little sick? Is huh. watching somebody actually throw up versus CGI fake gold throw up. That does not. That does not Wait, make you, me sick. I feel like. That's kind of like sadness was actual throw up. It looked like actual throw up. I maybe like some shots for sure. Yeah. Like it didn't make. I was yeah. just like it made some me, of it was like I don't think it looked. That good. movie sucked though. So yeah, that movie was really ass. The poster itself <laughs> was is ass. not real throw up. It's yeah. like it's like completely uh, CGI. So like and that scenes in the movie. So it's like regardless, bad movie. But yeah, ambulance, I don't recommend that. Ambulance is not a bad yeah. movie. I think that you're weak for having motion. If you got motion sickness, you're you're work. pathetic. But like, it's such a good movie. It is so fun from start to finish. And you're right. You need to turn your brain off because if you yeah. go in there looking for some philosophical deep meaning, you're you're in the wrong field. <laughs> you're in a yeah. Michael Bay movie. You're like, here to I see like shit you're blow get hurt up. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like like the movie is just gonna take you by the shoulders and just start like throwing you around. And you're like, oh, oh god. god. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, we wanted, we wanted to bring out the dead to do that to us. And we yes. were just like, all right, we're ready. And nothing happened. <laughs> and the like, credits rolled. Ambulance <laughs> is like the seventh grade bully that takes your lunch money and threatens yeah. to sleep with your imaginary girlfriend. And yeah. it rocks. Like, it's, so, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's so fucking cool. Oh, man. So do you guys think Michael Bay made a, made a better ambulance movie than Martin Scorsese? I'm going to have to say yeah for me, at least. Personally, I would I wouldn't rate them the same. I would probably give Ambulance a strong three point five though, for sure. Really? Yeah, yeah, for sure. See, I think sure. Ambulance is better than if anybody. Oh, if I sure. went anywhere I mean, and Ambulance was yeah. playing, I would stop what I was doing and watch yeah. and watch Ambulance. <laughs> I get that. I, I see, but it's like I feel that way more so about like a John Wick than, than yeah, than like Ambulance. I like this. Well, I I don't know. I felt Ambulance like the exact. Great, I felt the exact same way that I felt during a John Wick movie that I did during yeah. Ambulance. I'm like, yeah. it's just shit blowing up for two hours. I'm having a great time. Yeah. Funny enough, Nick, you're you're gonna hate this. Oh God. I felt very similar to how I felt um, when I watched The Gray Man, and I actually I actually liked The Gray Man, so it was fun. Towards Ambulance. Yeah, towards Ambulance. Oh. There's a lot of similar right, editing dog. techniques. Dude, no, there are not. I swear to God, go back and watch that movie. This <laughs> modern action. Man, you just like greatly offended Michael Bay and us. What? In that one take. The what? Great, the Russo Brothers Gray Man. You starring guys, Chris Evans. Guys, we are not like out of that. And a weak-ass Ryan Gosling. Michael Bay is just like the other side of the coin of the Russo no, Brothers. No, he's, he, yes, like, is. he's like weirder. <laughs> yes, it, it, and he's no, it is not. No, he is not. Michael Bay, dude, Michael Bay's ambulance is so much funnier than the Gray Man. Its action is so much better. So and much. everything that, it, everything is so unrealistic but given a logistical explanation for why it's working the way that it is where the gray man is like what if we just literally blow shit up and nothing that should happen will happen or yeah. vice versa it's that like movie is just not like ambulance no like, ambulance yeah, made that, sense. that sentence what you just said was ambulance no, ambu- to, to, I, to me like that's why i was like shit's happening man, and there is no explanation we watched what's happening. a different gray man too because i also gray didn't the same way what's man. happening in the gray man people are just shooting the whole time yeah that's but like it. yeah but like when they shoot shit just like explodes and that's somehow true. gray 100%. man is boring yes gray man is not yeah, entertaining i get that ambulance and none of the characters not boring and none of the characters are like fun or likable in the gray man 
I would give Gray Man like a solid two point five. I'm giving I'm giving like this a three point five. Three point five. Yeah. That's sure, nuts. For sure. There's so much for more to sure. complain about in the Gray Man. I need to watch like an actually good Michael Bay film. You brought up The Rock. The, the Rock is like, probably my we favorite. We have Michael seen Bay. one though, is what we're trying to say. You have watched an actually good. You've watched two Michael well, Bay movies that are good. You watched yeah. Transformers yeah, for this podcast and That's this. Like two point five. And the crazy first. thing is that you like the the Jason the Friday the Thirteenth is like I feel like this Those is in the same better. vein. That's bringing so nerdy. The way better is is more in the. I feel like bringing out the dead is more in the vein. Of Man, that, I'm talking about like, like the absurdity 90s, of right? like Friday. All right, that's 13th. it. I'm pulling out the trump card here. I'm your boss. <laughs> Fucking take <laughs> yeah. this shit back now, or you're fired. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's art. It's I can't. Art. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure your trainer gives you hell for the next no, six weeks. Please. Yeah. All you had to do was be chill, man. But instead, please. you had to get on the airways and be like, "Gray man, good." Gray man, from, fucking from, ridiculous. From what I remember, I, I, guys, I've not seen that movie. Like, yeah, I, don't think you I have no agree. desire to to rewatch. I've it. watched both these movies with you, and I can tell your reaction to <laughs> Ambulance was greater. None of the characters in Gray Man are good or likable, and every character in 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 Ambulance is so enjoyable and play it's jake gyllenhaal automatic yeah. w but i, I mean Seriously. you have ryan I mean, you gosling but ryan say, gosling phones ryan it gosling. in but ryan gosling is also in the notebook ryan, yeah, and crazy is. stupid love man has l's <laughs> well but he i i would argue that he does play the same person a lot like yeah I, I have yet to be convinced he that he is any higher than like a leo don't worry in in july you'll see it you have never seen only god forgives or drive Yes, I have. Drive sucks. That's just what? not. Oh my god! Yeah. Drive. Drive is such Drive a bloodbath. Like favorite movie. I gotta sit down. Sucks. Drive is like a bloodbath movie. I don't know what? why you feel this way. It's not. It's it's, it's not as much as what people think it is. I think I've I seen think, it. I think I think when 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 we first watched, we we we, we you don't watch it. But you guys also like that weird scene where <laughs> it's just playing that song and they're driving in the in the in the ditch, the little river, the, oh, man, the sewage dude. river. That, the that, whole movie is Drive might be Gosling's best movie. It's one of for sure. Like, drive is Drive is like, like La La up, Land's up there. Up there with like a place beyond the pines. A place beyond the pines is up there. Yeah. I just feel like Barbie's about to be up there. Blue Valentine is up there. there. Have you ever seen Lars and the Real Girl? Yes. Lars and the Real Girl. Great great movie. movie. So all those movies are automatically coming above Drive for me. So you've already named (laughs) Drive is that are above. I would. Oh no, Drive is better than most of those. Man, because I feel like you guys also like Baby Driver. Like Baby Driver's like everybody likes Baby Driver. That's not a. It's fun. It's fun. It's better than Drive. Man, it's better than Drive. You are fired. Can I, can I tell you that would be it's a great shot driver. in Chaser what? Drive with Baby Driver? I feel like that would work. Did we just pick yeah. next week's episode? All right, sure. Let's fucking go. That's yes. what you All get. Matt, That's what you and get. Matt said sure. He's gonna hate it, but he's gonna love it, and I know it because these are oh, great man. movies. You're gonna apologize, Baby Driver. I watched Drive twice, and it baby, got worse the second baby time. Third time's a charm. Yeah, Drive. We're gonna watch it down here on that big screen, and you're gonna be like, I was wrong. We, I'm just gonna say, and I'm this is you, a low budget piece of shit we should you we, can't put brian cranston in a movie and call it a piece of shit you literally can't do that both good. of these movies we need to plan to watch on these screens. we will we because absolutely both of these movies fun baby drive oh my gosh what edgar wright does with the music in that movie i think it's is, is that movie incredible. is like edgar like 
Peak Edgar Wright. Peak Edgar. That movie came out, and Edgar Wright was my favorite director. He, Edgar that, Wright bro. is you were, you were part of the that. reason why I'm into movies because I He's found Baby though. Driver, I like and I found all of the the old um, I forget what they call them, but the Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and that. I used to love those movies. I love those yeah. movies. So, but th- there's like good. they call them something. <laughs> I like. Them. They're great. Yeah, Shaun. I, I of course you do because they're they're so bloody. Man, this week yes. I'm gonna literally I'm gonna sh- next week I'm gonna show up to the podcast. I'm gonna have Ryan Gosling's white bomber jacket with the scorpion <laughs> on it and just sit oh. here and just absolutely demolish you. Over you're, just, this movie. you're gonna keep on cracking your knuckles right? and you're and just gonna be holding a hammer. <laughs> Dude, Drive is such a cool movie. Constantly I'm so t- emailing HR. Matt did this. Matt did this. Yeah. Matt did this. As Matt your, just said this. As your payment gets lower and lower and lower. <laughs> it, it's crazy because if I if I looked at the list of Ryan Gosling movies, I would have guessed that Drive would have been your favorite yeah it's the bloodiest next yeah. to only god forgives i really don't know what is from, it i feel like you don't I like ryan gosling from from what <laughs> like besides la la land maybe from from <laughs> from what i remember of the movie everything that doesn't revolve around the romance and the ending it was was decent but like everything else in between i was like insufferable i'm gonna just, laugh when we so start bad. this music like, i didn't see this i'm thinking yeah. of something else they're gonna be like yeah. yes no, that's no, no, right no. i know because i've like, seen drive i know for a fact it's, I own that it's, on got, a, it's got ron perlman wait what do you own ron i own that shit in a steelbook dude i love that so we have it on blu-ray see then, i feel right? like oh yeah people really liked it just because oh, of how low, low budget it was and usually i love shit like that it just didn't work. Like we're I, gonna fix me, you. Don't we'll worry. See, we'll see what third time's charm. Happens. I'm down to, to, to experience again. I I can't give any promises, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. It's, it's yeah, fair, you might it's not fair like day. it, but I'm gonna, I, give, I'm gonna give it its day. Like uh, I'm gonna watch. That it. time Joey and I gang up on you yeah. on an episode. <laughs> These are like some of my favorite. Like Baby Driver for a long time, and it's probably at least still in my top five. Was my favorite movie. It I remember seeing that in theaters and being like, "Holy time. shit, this is one yeah. of the best movies I've ever seen." Seriously. I couldn't believe. I couldn't it. shut up. My my parents won't let me should. talk about Baby Driver. <laughs> they, they, when you tell them like why I can't talk about movies, it's because of Baby Driver and Lady Bird. And Lady Bird, man. Literally, what, but two great movies to obsess. Incredible, over. right? Like, and absolutely god tier movies. And the reason, yeah, and they watched something? my mom watched both of them, and she hates them both. Oh, so wow. that's why I can't That's watch sad. it. Both no, I yeah. think so. Baby Driver came first because I remember I saw that with my girlfriend, and then yeah. Lady Bird came out after we broke up. That was like the first movie I saw after my breakup, yeah. and I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless, the only wow. correlations that I saw with ambulance <laughs> and bringing out the dead. Really, we're just how insane shit gets. The 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 lead gets how crazy Danny gets as the movie gets further in, and how Nick Cage like di- like just yeah, dives deep and deeper into yeah. his madness. I think that even so, like there's even parts where like they they almost like cross paths where like Danny becomes like this like I'm gonna kill you on live TV, and you have Nick Cage who's like I'm gonna break win- like windshields in the middle of New York City because this homeless guy told me to do it. Like this is yeah. just what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna kill this old man because the delusions in my head are telling me he has to die. I yep. think that it shows like the high, like the, where the mind goes in a high pressure situation when you're already kind of like, kind of dangling by a thread. Yeah, I think that that would really be my my main one. There was no cool ambulance chase scenes. You have you do have an ambulance flip over. You do, yeah. yeah you you do. get you get the flip over, which is cool. But as a whole, like that, I don't see a ton of correlations. Like this was like opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, let me show sure. you how slow an ambulance can go versus yeah. let me show you how an ambulance could literally tear through LA yeah. on a yeah. tank of gas. But yeah, literally, <laughs> I also feel like um, with the the EMT and ambulance, um, the girl that's in Baby Driver, ironically. Um, she, yeah, uh, I felt like her character and Nick Cage's character, 
were similar in the fact that like they were pretty good at their job like they were the best of the best and uh they you know they were the ones known for saving like the most lives yeah she hadn't let like every person she's worked on lived for at least 20 minutes that's not the case for nick cage they usually they die usually die but uh, so the, you know there is just, a, there is a very through. opposite in that even mm, that's true yeah. he's just going through his dry spell though Come on, yeah, Nick. you're right. I just, yeah. I just need one more back on top because there was a time where he was saving lives. And yeah, yeah, he's just, he's just like an addict. But like, okay, yeah. but um, cor- correlation. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell more of like this, like part funny story, part like because I couldn't find any correlations, bro. So, what? So yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, so I'm watching Bringing Out the Dead, and this, this father character who they're like trying to bring back yeah. i was like bro ambulance is a prequel and that's jake gyllenhaal like on the bed what because like he can't he can't speak or anything so i was like that's perfect like that's that's yeah. the correlation and then that character died and i was like god damn it so damn i worry about you sometimes i really yeah, do <laughs> I don't, it's like i don't even know why i thought that that yeah, was worth they're... telling that was like so stupid it's I like yo you guys want you guys worry about this this failed fucking joke that I had planned. I like the hey hey buddy. I liked the failed joke. Yeah, it, it was worked. a good joke. And now we've got it forever. We've got it on recording. It's on recording. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going we'll to cut it out. It's going to be there forever. Right now. I'm not. Gonna, I'm also not going to cut out Future all the driver. Future Nick, cut it out right fucking now. <laughs> cut that bit out right I'm now. I'm going to be like sitting here at like one o'clock in the morning, editing this. Like he's yelling no. at me through the speaker. He knows. No, I'm not though. I love you, Nick. I'll fucking kill you. I'll kill you. I'll fucking kill you if you don't rip that out right now. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do that. What about you, Joey? Did you see any correlations? Uh, I mean, besides the ambulances and, and the fact that the, it was about... I felt like a, a big part of it was about these two hard-working ambulance uh, EMTs. I realized that I never want to be an EMT ever. Yeah, oh my God. It seems like an awful job. It, yeah, it seems very I'm hard. thankful for them. Because it, it, like, it seems like one of those jobs that, like... You only do because you want to make a difference in the world, or like you want to help people. Because I could not do that. Yeah, you literally just get plopped in front you, of the worst situations. Yeah, mm-hmm. constantly. Hundo P. Yeah, I feel like they're they're probably very underpaid. Is what I assume. That's yeah. I mean, John John Goodman made a comment in the movie, um, and this is probably accurate, but he was like talking about how pay is so like. Yeah, like he was gonna leave and start his own, I guess, like emergency service, thing, right? Because yeah. he said volunteers are getting paid now. Oh, like through through like stipends and stuff yeah. like that. So he's like, like contract work, maybe. Yeah. Hey, so, yeah, probably. Like, That's crazy. You do what you got to do, man. That's I'm like, sure in like New York too, where they need all the help they can get. They'll honestly. contract whoever they can. Mm-hmm. So it's like That's why the they don't fire anyone. They show up yeah. late, do whatever. Yep. Yeah. You got. We just need people. We just need bodies, man. Like that. Yeah. I mean, he even tries to quit, and they're like, "I'll give you a raise. Like, yeah. I'll fire you next time I see you." Honest. Like, yeah, literally. Yeah. And he doesn't. He literally shows up the next day. All right, I can't. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Right. I've he, never he, fired nobody. I can't do it. Yeah, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. I love that so much though. He's like traveling through the movie trying to get fired. It's but, a good movie, dude. Both are good movies. I I think ambulance. Good. I definitely agree that ambulance was better for me personally. I think Bringing Out the Dead was just a tad better for me, just because I thought it was it was you know Scorsese's great, Michael Bay's great too, but it was just two two different vibes, two different like greats, action movie. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like great action movie, and but then it's like also like great 
ambulance. Great movie. commentary. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. So next week we have, uh, of course, Driving Baby Driver. Ah, so we're committing to it. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm yeah. so into this. We're yeah. so back. It's going to be so and, much and fun. And I'm telling you, there's going to be some correlations here. And then the I think these week, are very similar movies. The next week, we'll just. Uh, you, you, are you cool with announcing we're going to have a guest next week? Are we already announcing that? It's two weeks ahead. <laughs> two weeks ahead. Hey, listeners, just to let you know, in two weeks, we do have uh, a friend of the pod finally coming on. We have Jared Kritzer. Oh. He's going to be doing, uh, I believe, The Wolf of Snow Hollow and Gremlins. I don't know the order, but yeah. Stay One tuned. Of them's a shot. Stay One tuned of them's for a chaser. More. I believe that The Wolf of Snow Hollow was shot and then The Gremlins was chaser. I believe I, that yeah, was what we were like. I don't know either right one too. of these movies. So. Both are good. I think I've heard of Gremlins, but you you think you've heard of Gre- Steven Spielberg's Gremlins? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Yeah. I've never seen it though. Damn, you're in for a treat. I'm, I'm excited I, to I see you be like, about. I'm scared shitless of Gremlins. Yeah. Really? It's scary? It scared the shit out of me when I was like nine. Oh, okay. But I mean, like as an adult, it's just like, like kind of funny. E.T. kind of scared the shit out of me. It's got that nine. same vibe. It's got yeah. that vibe, yeah, for sure. But I mean, like but Gremlins e. are definitely is more like threatening. incredible. I don't know what y'all e. think. E.T.'s also not like threatening. Like, like He's gre- not a threatening Gremlins force. could kill you. But like the movie is like, in, I think, great. It's... I don't know I like what y'all think. It's fine. Uh, I I saw it in theaters recently. And, I uh, think like, the it blew score, me away. I'm the like, wow. score like plays such a big Lord. role in that. We but... should we should do E. T. with its doppelganger movie at some point. Mac and me. The the really bad like oh, weird. I'm down. There's sir. a scene in that movie where a kid Please. like rolls off a cliff in a wheelchair. Whoa! It's so fucking fun. All right, well, it's I'm such down. a good movie. We should maybe. Yeah. Introducing the episode three weeks from now. Right? <laughs> maybe yeah. I'm down. Oh my god! Well, I thanks. Love ET. I can't believe that. Yeah, I've never. I'm not a. I'm not like a big ET really? fan. I don't. I don't know anybody still love, like ET. I le- came to Regal and I went and saw it. Damn, that's so, right. It did come to Regal, which is crazy that that came to Regal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Matt, where can people find us on Letterboxd? On Letterboxd, you can find us under Shot and Chaser Pod. Awesome. You can also find us on Instagram. We are the Shot and the Chaser Pod. You can also find us on Twitter. On Twitter, we are the Shot and the Chaser Podcast or at Shot Chaser Pod 22. Matt's been tweeting up a storm. Get ready. We're, we're a few weeks out from Barben Barbie Oppa. for Bobben, Barbenheimer. Yeah, yeah, there you <laughs> go. Barbie. Yeah, whatever it is. Barbie. So Oppen. be prepared for that. Nate's got some stuff in the works too, so keep an eye out yes. on our Instagram for things like that. Uh, and if you have a movie suggestion, reach out to us. We are definitely trying to get plans set up for the fall and some more fun events. But until then, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. I'm Joey. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much and have a good night. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to add a bunch of explosion sound effects like right here. Yeah. <laughs>